Hey friend, today we're talking about meat. When it comes to eating meat specifically, the label can be especially confusing and misleading. If you're listening to this show, you probably want to make sure you're eating good quality meat that is healthy for you and your family. Just because it says organic doesn't mean it's the best option. So let's get into today's episode. Hey lady, welcome to the Learn to Live Low Tax podcast. I'm your host, Mary Kleinhans. Are you eating healthy but still not sure you're actually eating clean? Do you want to switch out products you know are probably toxic but you don't know where to start? Are you overwhelmed with the conflicting information out there on what is actually good for you? I completely understand. I also know what a big difference small changes towards living low-tox, eating clean, and holistic health can make. On this podcast, we're going to walk this low-tox living journey together. So if you're ready to start making simple swaps, grab that iced coffee or matcha latte and let's dive in. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Learn to Live Low-Tox. I'm so happy you're here. Did you know I have a Facebook group for women just like you to connect and continue on this low-tox journey together? When you join this group, you will find encouragement, weekly check-ins, simple swaps, and exclusive content you don't want to miss. This is also the best place to connect with me and ask questions. To join, go to learntolivelowtox.com, answer the three simple questions, and I'll get you in. I'm looking forward to connecting with you over in the Facebook group. If you're like me, you believe a healthy and balanced diet includes high-quality meat. If you do eat meat, you might have discovered that not all meat is the same, and it does matter where you get it and how the animal was raised. We used to get whatever was cheapest at the grocery store, regardless of the cut or how it was raised. When I started learning about how the animals are raised on these big farms and how it affects your health, Not only is it really sad to see the animals are not treated well, but when you consume the meat of a sick animal pumped full of GMO grains, corn, and antibiotics, you're also taking that food and medication into our bodies. Our bodies were not created to constantly take in antibiotics, and when you're consuming conventional meat, you're getting trace amounts of that built up in your body. Not only does this mess with your gut health, but it also makes it harder for your body to respond when you take antibiotics your body actually needs. The same can be said when it comes to vaccines. Whether you agree with them or not, when you eat animals given these vaccines, you're getting trace amounts of it in your body. This includes the COVID vaccine. The FDA has now approved giving the mRNA vaccine to livestock. I know this vaccine in particular is controversial, but the fact is we don't know what the long-term effects of it are, especially when it comes to consuming meat that was treated with this shot. I personally don't want to eat meat that was given this vaccine simply because we don't know the long-term effects. Now that you know a couple of reasons why you might not want to eat conventional meat, let's talk about what is safe and healthy for you. The first one we're going to talk about is beef. When it comes to eating beef, you want to look for grass-fed and finished organic beef. Conventional beef is raised on a grain diet. The problem with this is that cows were not made to eat grains and therefore do not digest them correctly. 
This causes the cow to not be as healthy as it should be, and it also means you are inadvertently eating those grains. Now you might be wondering, why is that bad? The problem is most of the grains fed to cows are genetically modified grains, and they're sprayed with tons of glyphosate, which is an herbicide you definitely want to stay away from. It is an endocrine disruptor. <laughs> That's a little bit hard to say. It can cause an increase in fertility issues, an increase in the risk of getting cancer, and more. Not to mention cows raised on a conventional farm are not given good living conditions. Another reason you may want to purchase meat locally is that the FDA just approved lab-grown meat, and they don't even have to label it as such. Same with the mRNA vaccine issue, we don't really know what the long-term effects of eating man-made meat are. They are saying it's basically the same as regular meat, it's simply made in a test tube, but we don't really know how that meat reacts within the body. I don't know if this meat can be labeled as organic or grass-fed since it isn't from a grown animal, but you definitely want to keep an eye out and know where your food is coming from. Again, I personally don't want to eat lab meat, but it's up to you and what you think is best for your body. Okay, so if you are looking for healthy meat <laughs> that isn't lab-grown or any of those things, the most ideal way of purchasing good quality meat is to find a local farmer with good farming practices you can trust and buy a cow from. When finding a farmer, you want to make sure they are raising grass-fed and finished cows, preferably on a regenerative farm and given good quality living conditions. If you can't get a whole cow, you can usually go in on a cow with somebody and get half or maybe a fourth of a cow. This is the healthiest and most economical way to purchase beef long-term. However, you do have to buy all the meat up front at once, which means you need to have the budget for it. It also means you need to have a way to store the meat long term. You can purchase a chest freezer to keep in your garage or basement for a fairly reasonable price. Okay, so you might be thinking, that sounds great, Mary, but it's not something I can do right now. Another option along these lines would be to find a local farm or butcher that sells good quality meat by the pound. Where I live, you can find them at local farmers markets or small butchers in the area. It will be more expensive than at the grocery store, but it's going to be much better quality and you're not supporting big farms that don't treat animals well. If you don't have a farmers market near you or you want something that is more convenient, you can order meat from reputable farmers online. Just make sure you do your research on the farm and make sure the animal is grass-fed and finished, organic, and humanely raised, preferably on a regenerative farm. <laughs> I know I've said that a few times. If, however, you can't do either of those and you do need to purchase meat at the grocery store, no judgment, I still do that myself sometimes, here's what you need to be aware of when getting meat at the store. Just because it says organic does not mean it actually is. Oftentimes, they are shipping in the meat from other countries, and then they're processing and packaging it here in the U.S., and they're able to label them as organic or made in the U.S.A. because they were processed here, when in reality, we don't know how that meat was raised. They can also make steaks by using meat glue and sticking different cuts together to create that steak. The worst part is they're not required to tell you. Here's what I do recommend getting, if you can find it. Look for, again, grass-fed and grass-finished. Oftentimes, they say grass-fed, but they are grain-finished. 
If you do get one that is grain finished, make sure you find out what kind of grains they are given. Organic is best, but I would still go with grass-fed and finished over conventional organic. Just because it says organic doesn't mean it was grass-fed. Usually that just means the grains they were given were organic. Next, let's talk about chicken. Conventional chicken is raised to be extremely fat. The feed is often GMO-based and causes the chickens to gain so much weight their legs can't hold them up. Not to mention, they are often in such tight living quarters that the chickens are living on top of each other and they don't have access to the outdoors and are pumped full of antibiotics because the living conditions are so bad they constantly get sick. Again, same with beef, the best option when it comes to buying meat is finding a local farmer to purchase from. The chickens are raised in a healthier environment and you can find out exactly what their diet is. If it isn't an option, you want to look for chicken that is pasture-raised, organic, with no antibiotics or hormones. If you have to choose between organic or pasture-raised, I would personally go for the pasture-raised. Usually if they're organic, it simply means the feed is organic and it doesn't mean that they had a good living environment. When it comes to eggs, you also want to go with organic pasture-raised eggs. Cage-free eggs sound good, but they still likely didn't get to go outside and they lived in really tight quarters. They just didn't have cages. It also does not mean they weren't fed a bad diet. I feel like a broken record with this, but if you can find a local farmer to get eggs from, or even a friend who happens to have chickens, that's always your best option. Next up is fish. When it comes to fish, it's a little different. I know with all the other meat so far, I've said to get it farm fresh or from a local farmer, but not this time. When shopping your fish, you want to stay away from farm-raised fish and go for wild-caught. This is more important than organic because in order for it to be certified organic, it would have to be farm-raised so they can verify the food. You might be wondering, why wouldn't you want to get farm-raised fish? If they can make sure it's organic, why isn't that a good thing? The problem with farm-raised fish is it's confined in a smaller space and more susceptible to contaminants and diseases due to the unnatural crowding. Plus, because they're crowded, they aren't moving as much as they should, producing a fatter fish. It may seem like a good thing since the fish are larger, but it also means there is more fat content in the meat along with a higher ratio of omega-6 to omega-3 and less protein than normal. Not to mention, when it comes to fish like salmon, they literally add a coloring to make sure the meat looks nice and bright. If you see the meat right after they catch it in the farm, it's actually a gray color. If you happen to live on a coast where fresh fish is readily available, definitely go to the fish markets or anywhere you can get it as fresh as possible. For those of us who are landlocked, make sure you read the label on the packaging that it is wild caught. Last but not least, let's talk about pork. Pork, similarly to chicken, you want to make sure it's organic 
and pasture raised. Sadly, conventional pork is raised in close quarters with little to no sunlight and no access to the outdoors and is typically fed a diet of GMO grains, which as we know is something you do not want to consume. Some studies have found that conventional pork has a higher ratio of omega-6 than pasture-raised pork. Too much omega-6 in your diet leads to inflammation in the body. Pastured pork also has a higher protein content and higher levels of vitamin E, D, and solarium. Not to mention, it is better for the environment and tastes better. Again, if you can find a local farmer, that is always best. If not, look for pasture-raised organic and no antibiotics. I couldn't talk about pork without mentioning bacon. It's the best part. (laughs) If you're looking for bacon at the grocery store, look for organic, pasture-raised, no added sugar, and look out for a bunch of added preservatives, nitrates, or natural flavors. Okay, friend, I hope you found this episode helpful. Meat can be an important element to a healthy and well-rounded diet. It is also important that when you do eat meat, you're eating good quality. If you have any ideas on where to find good quality meat, I'd love to hear from you. Come join my free Facebook community. It's a group for like-minded women like you who are on this low-tox living journey. It's also the best place to connect with me, and you can find it at learntolivelowtox.com or search for the Clean Eating and Low-Tox Living Tips for Christian Women group on the Facebook app. I look forward to connecting with you. Thanks again for joining me for another episode of Learn to Live Low-Tox. Until next time, see you later. Hey friend, thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. I hope you learned something you can implement to take one step closer to living low-tox. If you did, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave this podcast a rating and review. By doing so, you are helping other women like you find this podcast. Meet you back here for another episode soon. Until then, remember, one step at a time is all it takes.